1: Hello and welcome to the 1912 Exiles, the Newport County podcast that's made by the fans for the fans. I'm your host Ian tonight and we are going to be looking at another one of our closed season specials. So as many of you might know, due to where I live up in Leeds and uh, the life that I've got and family and all that sort of stuff, you're far more likely to see me at Barrow away on a Friday night than you will on a Saturday afternoon at the parade. And often when I do that, you know, sparse attendance sometimes. But you'll see regular faces, and as a big shout out, I'd like to say here to all the sort of regular home and awayers. Impressive what you do; it's really, it really is getting getting around the country and supporting the supporting the boys. But also, you see other faces and a friendly face that you always see is Newport County photographer Nick Johns, who's agreed to uh, join me for a little bit of a chat today. We're going to look at something different, which is photography and. Um, match photography and and, and what her role is. So welcome, Nick. Welcome to the pod. Thanks, Ian. Shabai.
2: Nice to chat with you.
1: I guess my first question for you, Nick, is how how did this come about? Were you a Newport County fan first and then eventually became the sort of club photographer or... Were you a photographer who then became a Newport County fan? How, how did that work for you? What what came first? Like chicken and egg question, isn't it? What was first?
2: It is, it is a little bit. To be honest, it was, a, it was a little bit of both, to be honest. So it's definitely a football fan first, but was always phoned with a, a camera in my hand. Hated being in front of the camera, as most photographers do. So it was easier to be behind the the camera, taking the photos instead. And it just became a bit of a natural progression with the family, to be honest. I'm married to a football fan. Um, I've got a son who's played football all through his life. And as we followed him, just naturally started taking photos and it just sort of evolved from there a little bit to be honest. We live we live about eight miles from south of Newport. So Newport's it's a sort of catch-22 between Newport and Cardiff. <laughs> but I know, did I say it? But being where, where, where we are, it's always sort of more Newport side, And we've got a lot of friends who've, who've been big Newport fans all through their lives. And we just sort of got caught up in it. Because of my son's football, we only really got to add our games as and when we could. But I started doing a little bit with the Newport County Academy Scouting Programme back about 2015-16, I think it was. And from that, obviously, I started getting more and more involved in the club and what was going on and um, uh, people around it. And then from there, we actually got invited to the Great Escape game um, as the academy group, obviously, sat in the busy watching our game and I just got completely and utterly hooked. And it was around the time my son had sort of moved into proper senior football. It wasn't cool to have your mum, I'm with you. So <laughs> it was just quite nice. I saw that I saw the job advert come up on the Newport County website and thought, could I do it? I, I could
1: know. do that, so I, yeah.
2: yeah. I submitted a portfolio and I was lucky enough to get um, an interview with Hayley, who was media manager at that time, and Alex, who was CEO. And the rest is history. It's very lucky to be offered a break. Um, had some fantastic help from uh, the guys at the club starting out, uh, and it went from there. I think the first match then was the very first one after that Great Escape game, which was the uh, I think it was crew away. I think in the August of two thousand
1: seventeen. Wow. Love that. That's a great, that's great. It's great that the great escape was almost like your uh, your start it's in, the wasn't trigger it? point, love... Yeah, it's got a lot,
2: lot to answer for.
1: He's got a lot of <laughs> blood pressure, blood pressure for a lot of us. <laughs> and and I, I'm really interested, Nick. So, when you, when you, so like, like for a lot of us now, it's closed season, and and when the fixture list came out, you know, a few weeks ago, probably many of us. Get our diaries out, you know, and particularly for me someone who doesn 't live in Newport, so I have to sort of work out oh which games are falling, which games are up in the north, which ones are falling for me. But I guess for you it's a whole different ball game, isn't it? So, like, what, what, what you know, when the fixed list comes out, what, what does that look like for you? What do you do? How do you, how do you plan what the season's going to look like?
2: I'm very lucky to have very, very understanding family and friends, and also workmates and uh, employee and boss as well, because I work full time as well. So uh, my company gives me flexi time, which means I can build up some some toilet I can use because otherwise I just smash my uh, my holiday entitlement. Family, friends, colleagues tend to know, don't book anything on a Saturday or a Tuesday night during the season because um, I sort of make that commitment and uh, I try to stand by it. It's usually one or two games, so I can't get to, but for the main, I booked my calendar out and it's booked out then. So it, do, it does take a little bit of um, organising because things like midweek matches when you're in Barrow mm. on a Tuesday night. Yeah. Um, trying <laughs> to try, try, It means a couple of days off work as opposed to, to just a, a sort of evening. That's part of the fun of it, isn't it? If, I love it, to be honest. It's, it's, it's great fun. It's, uh, you know, the away day package is all part of it for me.
1: Yeah. And and, and I, something you said there, which I knew about, but I think might surprise a lot of people, Nick, is that, you know, you do this for the love of it, but you've got an actual full-time job. You know, that this isn't, you know, it's not doing the stuff for Newport that's paying your bills. It's your full-time job, isn't it? And I think that might surprise some people because I think that some seem to think that, you know, people who work for the club swan around in gold player Mercedes, staying in first-class hotels while the players have to hitchhike to games. Do you know what I mean? It's, (laughs) I mean, I have to juggle, but you've got a hell of a juggling act to do there. So it's, a, it's, a, it's all powered to you. And thank goodness you've got a people, a work crew who will let you have that flexibility, which is brilliant, isn't it?
2: Yeah, definitely. And I think I think it says a lot about the club as well, that um, there's always been a quite a strong team of volunteers based around the media group that um, are able to give that sort of time, you know, they've got the passion, they've got the enthusiasm, not for the particular subject just but also for the club itself and um, we've been really lucky, we've had a, you know, it's been a few years I've been with the club now but um you know, you look at the likes of the people we had from the club in the times of Tim Thrace, Sklyn. You know, we've had some really fantastic volunteers. And, and many of the volunteers, I have to say, it's one thing I, I shout about is we're quick to to knock the club for things. But one of the great things we do is we develop people and the amount of youngsters that come through the system and start volunteering the club. Young Alfie, who's uh, come through now, started doing a bit of graphic design and is now moving on to it being more of a career path. We've seen youngsters go on to the likes of Lee, United I
1: was going to um, say one of the lads is up at Leeds now isn't he that, that yeah, um, yeah.
2: started with Newport uh, yeah. yeah we've seen one lad go on to uh, um, to go to the FIFA World Cup working for FIFA you know youngsters have gone on to things like um, F1 Match Day Boxing things like that really, really talented youngsters coming through and and what we are brilliant at is giving them a pathway to develop and, and move them on. And um some people see that as a negative, but I see it as a real plus point of what the club does, to be honest.
1: Absolutely. And and it links nicely to the last pod that Ed did around, you know, counting in the community. You know, that that's a really, it's a different type of community. But what we're saying there is we're giving opportunities, you know, to young people in Newport and the surrounding areas. And, and and getting them on a starting point to a career, which is fabulous, isn't it? I mean that's that's brilliant. You know, again it's something that that people won't necessarily know about.
2: And for me, it's great, especially the youngsters, because it does um, give them maybe an option to a career path they hadn't thought about or didn't know how to get into. But also for the, young, the older ones like uh, like myself, you know, <laughs> who, who's just looking for something that, you know, they want, they want to take their passion a little bit further. They want to get more involved in it. Uh, they want to learn from it. It's one of the great things that this, this sort of role has given me is that I can link up with people, and you know the amount of learning I've done. I look back at my photos from 2017 to now and go, "Wow, what a difference!" You know, and I'm, I'm my own biggest critic. So to to be able to see that yourself um, and see what you know what the club is able to give people outside of just the football itself is brilliant.
1: Yeah, I love that. So it's it's interesting to know that you you're saying yourself you can see how you've developed as a photographer in the time that you've been you've been doing it, which is which is great as well, isn't it? Because, you know, my, my, my thing is, you know, it's a bit of a cliche that every day is a school day, but you know, you're never too, you're never told to stop learning and improving. And I think that's a great, it's a fabulous attitude to have that Nick, It's great to, great to hear. So pre-season, which we're, you know, I guess we're in now. I'm, I, you're making up to I mean, Sheffield on a Friday night might be a bit of a push for you tomorrow, mightn't it? But um, I'll be at that. yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, be... I'll, I'll have to
2: rely on you for some
1: photos. Think, to be honest, yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. oh dear, sorry. <laughs> um, but we're in pre-season, so what what does that mean for you? Because I guess there's all sorts of other different stuff that going on there, isn't there Player sign-ins and training camps, and all that, all that sort of player reveals and all this sort of stuff. What what's your role there? What do you what do you do around pre-season?
2: Yeah, I mean, pre-season's uh a, a manically busy time for, well, for everybody in the club, but um especially within the, the media department, you know, between things like sign-ins, things like training, trying to get pre-season training coverage out on the media, uh, social media, things like kit launches, commercial events. We've had a few of those already. And just sort of starting to, to, to get people excited uh, for what's coming up, but also to to start building up for ourselves a little bit of a, a catalogue because, um, as the gaffer said today, we're only three weeks away from start of season yeah. um, and that first home game. And we, we want to start getting um, some material in so that we can start sharing that and things like programme, and what have you with the fans. We're, we're quite lucky. We've, we've, we have had uh, pre-season games all booked up and uh, um, given to us Well in advance, the, the Catherine's team were really well organized for that.
1: Great stuff and what's it what's it like actually working with the players then Nick because I mean you know i am not somebody who you know knows players never have done you know I'm somebody who stand you know stands on the terrace watching and you know I think people might have a view of players good bad or indifferent you know we we certainly see that on the on the pod and and in but what what you know I know you can't gen well maybe you can generalize but what's it like working with them are they are they amenable to, to sort of working with yourself or are they a bit grudging about it or any insights around around what that's
2: like for people? I've been really lucky to be honest, because I know, you know, they there are stories out there of there being some um, difficult players to work with, but I've got to be honest, I've been so lucky at um at Newport between players and managers. Uh really have been blessed with a fantastic group. That's being honest. They're all very amenable. Um They've got to put up with me sticking a big 500 mil lens in their face every time they turn round. So um, it is usually a bit of banter. It is a little bit of case. You, you do get to know, and it's good to know the players as well uh, to a certain level because... You get to understand that some players do like to come out and have a little bit of time pre-match or, uh, you know, after the match just to sort of get their their heads, you know, they might be sort of replaying things that happened in the match or getting prepared for it. And you get to learn that, little nuances and what have you, and obviously respect that professional relationship at the end of the day between us, but it's... I haven't come across any players at Newport. And to be honest, I haven't really come across any with visiting teams. Even when we were for the premiership teams, they've, they've gone out of their way to be so amenable to, you know, having photos taken and posing and and what have you. Pre- things like pre-season headshots and team shots. And always the time that you're thinking, oh, they're just going to have Gets full of me. But f- to be fair all of them, you know, it's all everything's done good natured. We're very lucky in that we've the people that we have around the team as well helping out so people like now we've got Ob, uh Pipe. They've been around the team for so long. They're so sort of part of the family, if you like, that yeah. you know, they, they they're able to sort of help. Even with the new guys coming in, it's always lovely because you see the new guys coming in, you see the changeover of players and um, and maybe, you know, people around the team. It's always just so welcoming and, you know, you go along. And that's one of the great things about going along to things like training sessions is you get to know them away from the pitch, get to be able to start saying hello, you know, open that sort of... um relationship if you like with them, start yeah. sort of giving them a bit of grief about, you know, making sure that they celebrate on your side of the pitch, look out for you, <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. I
1: Love that. I love that. And and I guess sort of switching from that, that that idea of, you know, sort of celebrating on the side of the pitch. And, you know, what 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 is a what is a sort of typical ma I mean, I don't know if there is such a thing as a typical game day or a match day, but you know, in terms of you and the sort of prep that you might do and thinking about, right, well, do I need to sort of stand in a certain place, or am I looking for a certain something, or do you just pitch up and shoot? You know, what 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 do you do in terms of thinking about you know what's a typical a typical what's a, a typical match day for you, Nick? What what is that?
2: I got to be honest, I'm a bit of a stickler for for routine, and if I don't follow my rutu- routine, I get a bit sort of uh, twitchy. To be honest with you, Ian. okay. So, um, what's the I what's like, the routine uh, then? What's the I, famous I like, Nick
1: John's routine?
2: <laughs> I like the night before kit all laid out, ready. All the camera bodies get a clean, all the lenses get a clean, batteries get charged, they all get tested, the cards all get wiped, formatted, put back in, tested. Uh, I probably do that about three or four times the evening before, just because I know I won't sleep. <laughs> it's a bit yeah. like knocking the front yeah. door, you know. So kit already, uh things like waterproofs all packed in, uh, uh more importantly the tech bag put in because you can't be angry at the side of the pitch, you know. So I have all that ready when I get, if it's home, I'll already know where I'm sitting. I get quite sort of itchy if, if, if there's somebody else sat in my seat. I'm really lucky that the, the stewards around Rodney Parade are fantastic. They tend to know where I sit and they tend to keep that sort of little space put aside for me. And that's quite handy because if players come in and that, uh, to celebrate, they, they tend to know where you, they know where you are.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And then away days, um, again, been lucky. I've done most of the, the, the ground, so I've already got a sort of picture in my head of where I'm going to sit. I think most of us in the team, we all like to turn up early to get our kit set up, know where we are, and be prepared. It's nothing worse than sort of turning up and you're a bit sort of, ooh, it's going to be all be a bit of a rush. Yeah. So i like to be set up, have a couple of walks of the pitch beforehand, see where the, the fans are going to come in, uh, um, get prepped up, ready for the, the players coming in for their sort of pre-match um, pitch walk. We'll have a bit of a chat with them as they come in and some of the staff meet up with the um, away day photographers. We usually have a bit of a chat with them, find out what's going on, if there's any... Changes to where you can sit, where you can't sit, any particular stewards that that don't like you being in a in a particular area, walking across a particular area, and then obviously then once you get the sort of pre match warm up, we've got our own little routine of what photos we want, what video we want to take, uh, and we will have already planned that out between uh, between us and the media team for for that sort of stuff. Then,
1: so again, a lot I think a lot of people would have no idea. Of that range of prep and the thought that goes into it and uh, thinking about what you're going to want to get from that game, you know, I think it's really interesting. You mentioned there, like the other photographers and stuff that, 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 that you know, are, are there. What's the, is the, is the sort of good camaraderie amongst the, amongst the different snaps? Is it toggers? Is that the, has I said that right? Is it toggers you call each other? Toggers. Or is it Snap? toggers
2: right? Toggers, yeah toggers yeah. is a uh, slang really for um, a photographer that's doing it for the love of it as opposed to a, a sort of full-time job you know if i wouldn't yeah. class anybody doing it as a full-time job as a as anything other than a photographer you know but um yeah toggers the guy who's who sort of turn up and they do it for the, the the love of doing it really it is it is great pitch side you know you you have to help each other out and very often especially at League Two, you get youngsters coming through or you get new people coming into it so there's a bit of a you know helping each other out the amount that we've all done it where we've our stools have snapped when you you've you've sort of got there or some bit of kit's not not quite right and you sort of panicking and the amount of times you know I've been helped out I've been lucky enough to help other people out that's not just elite two photographers. That's also the, the, the bigger guys as well. The guys doing the stuff for the nationals and stuff like that. Only once I had a negative. Um, and that was really when I was starting out, but not since then, to be honest. I mean, we're very, very lucky around, um, where we are in Newport. We've got some pros working around that have worked around the club for, for many years. Some of them have were involved in the club as youngsters themselves before going on to professional careers. And I've learned so much from them. Honestly, they've been so helpful, advice, support, even giving sort of uh, you know feedback on things. We think I don't quite know about this. Does it work or not? And they'll give you very honest feedback, which you know is is truthful.
1: It's great, Uh, isn't
2: it? It is. It is. it's, It's very much it's a bit of a family feel. I mean, it was getting better than when we were at Wembley for the last playoffs. And my seats, I was balanced on a camera, TV camera cable that was running right across where we were all sat and the pop-up seats that the um, photographers use they have to be on a flat surface but I was sort of balanced on the edge of one and my seat snapped and I thought, oh, great, uh, what am I supposed to do now? It's boiling hot day as well, as side of Wembley. It, was it was our yeah. playoff final. And uh, one of the guys, Gareth, straight away, well, two of the guys, actually, it was uh, one of the other local guys came over, right, you, you use my flight box, sit on this sort of thing straight away. It really is a really nice um, uh, camaraderie about uh, looking after each other.
1: Brilliant. And I think, you know, it's good to hear that. And I guess one of the, one of my things I'd say to any younger person listening to this or if he goes out is, I think most in most industries where I work and everything, like most people want to help other people, you know. So if you're a young person making your way, ask people, you know, people will help is what I I, I generally find. So it's great to hear that that's the case as well. So talking of Wembley there, Nick, and talking of, you know, you've been to a lot of the grounds. Is there a fave for you? You've got a favorite ground to turn up at or is is it the ground or how you're treated or?
2: Um, well, I've got to be honest, I've, I've never been treated badly at any of the grounds, to be honest. I mean, I would say most of the northern grounds I love, just because it's just a mi- much easier drive. <laughs> it, much be, it might be a longer drive, but it is just a much easier drive when we when you're driving up north. But also, I'm a, I'm a big lover of old school football grounds, just at the likes of Luton, Accrington, Stanley. Absolutely love them. And like yourself, I do love a good floodlight as well. So any ground that's yes. got a good floodlight is, <laughs> is a pillar is a for me. So, I mean, there's some of the grounds, uh, the likes of Crew Port Vale, where I've become firm friends with the the photographers up there. We're, we're, they're now family friends and, you know, sort of meet up. And, uh, you know, it's always a a great day when we get to to sort of get up to the ground so when they come down to us. But yeah, Carlisle, I really love Carlisle. That's probably because I am a bit of a service station snob and I do love TBA services, but I'm really going to miss that ground this season.
1: Yeah, always me, a great the welcome valley. up
2: there. Yeah, yeah agree. Carlisle and the likes a barrow as well. Heading down south, if any way, towards London, Lake Norrient, we've always had a fantastic wel- welcome at uh, Lake Norrient, both from the media team and their photographer if I had to pick one, I disliked, and it's it's nothing to do with the welcome there because we had such a wonderful welcome. But Milton Keynes, because every time I photographed it, it's always been it's a, such a lovely stadium. It looks fantastic when you stand in there looking up. But every time I photographed it, it's always been either empty. empty or almost empty because we were there for COVID when it was empty. And then we went back there for obviously the famous uh, Tuesday night Cup Tie remember it's it just, well, Nick. Yeah, yeah. Nothing more demoralising as a photographer when you've got just blanks and blanks. Me to take MP a photograph,
1: sipping, looking miserable, yeah. sipping bubble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: so, sorry to Will and Keith It's so It's nothing to do with them at all. It's just it just hasn't worked out. So I do look forward to the day we can go there. League one is packed out and we can get, I can get some proper photos with the, the, the stands packed full of uh, fans.
1: I love that. Yeah, we call that ground on the pod. It's the uh, the bowl without a soul. That's what we call it. So that's, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, love that. I love that. Now, also, before we're going to just you know we'll we'll wrap up in a second. But obviously, I know you are not just a football photographer, are you? Like you, I mean, you are more than that. What what's your? You're a bit of a twitcher as well. Is that right? Is that, is that the right term? You like? I
2: am. I am. I'm a bit of a, a twitching togger. Yeah, I love my nature environment, and apologies to everybody who follows me on socials because they do, especially outside of football season, get blasted with um, lots of uh, birds and nature pics and what have you. But I, I just love being out with the camera, so it's a nice excuse to get out, you know, do some walking. Um, and it's always, I always say, it's a bit of stress relief really for me to sit and hide. For three or four hours, and not have to worry about anything other than getting really, really frustrated about photographing a tiny bird about three miles away. It's definitely much easier photographing footballers than it is uh, birds, that's for sure.
1: If someone's listening to this thinking, oh, I'd like to do a bit of photography, well, is, there a, is there a little tip or a little bit of equipment or a starting point where you'd say, Right, this is what I would do, this is where I would start? Any little tip for someone?
2: As you said, everybody's got cameras on their phones now. Uh, it's such good quality, uh, especially for social media. It's a fantastic way as well of cataloging your, your life, you know, and, and getting the, that sort of – I I do it now. I, the amount of times I've been out with a 500mm lens, you know, a camera that weighs a, a, a ton, uh, and I grab my, my phone out of my pocket and take a picture because it's just, it's just quick. It's just there, isn't it? So um, there's no snobbery with that if your camera's there, photography is all about capturing the moment. And if that yeah. means using your, camera, your phone to do it, then do it. Um, you know, and I I had somebody, one of our, um, one of the county uh, supporters messaged me the other day, taking a photo on his uh, his phone. It looked fantastic, but it just wasn't, it wasn't quite what he wanted. And he was like, oh, do I edit this? So I said, send it over. I'll have a quick play with it and send it back. So, the most important thing, if you've got it, take a copy of it on your phone. It's easy to, to to duplicate it on your phone and play about with it. Loads of different apps on it. You've got things. that The phones themselves have got great editing apps, but things like Snapseed and things like that, free apps that you can use, they're fantastic just to have a sort of play. And, you know, for, for people who are trying to sort of get into it more, especially on the football side, then... Um, you said to yourself, you know, get get out there, talk to the people who are doing it. You know, we we are all honestly quite quite friendly. Like I said, I've done it myself. You know, I, I still do it to this day. I still have to ask people. We learn every day. As you said, every day's school Definitely. day. The biggest thing is to get out there, go to your grassroots team, do a bit of volunteering, um, and and just learn, have a practice, have a play, never be frightened to have a play. That's the great thing about digital photography. Delete it, start again, take another one.
1: I love that. That's a great place to, to wrap up, I think, Nick, on that on that, on that point. Yeah, get out there and have a go if it's if you're interested. Yeah, Nick, definitely. thanks so thanks so much for coming on and having a chat with us. I really appreciate it. And I think that i really hope that people who listen to this get a real insight into you know you're just one of many many people who 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 help support the club in all sorts of different ways so thank you very much for that nick and i will see you at some point probably cold and wet in a northern town somewhere during the season so i really appreciate it all the best nick cheers take care so welcome to the north and a really early season visit to the north as it's mid-july I don't really pay any attention to pre-season stuff. Who's signed who? What's going on? But I saw that the port were having a friendly up near me. Well, sort of near me. So I've trundled down the M1 to Sheffield. Well, north Derbyshire actually, to uh, a, v- a village called Dromfield, just on the outskirts of Sheffield, where we are taking on Sheffield FC in a friendly. And I thought, I can't miss that. The world's oldest football club is Sheffield FC, for those who don't know. 1857 it started. So that's only 52 years before the port was founded um i think they're in the 10th tier possibly something like that um i thought to myself well it'll be mid july we'll wander down here it'll be nice t-shirt weather can have a pint and it'll be uh, we'll get top of the tan i'm in me full waterproofs i've already had my first bottle of the season it is gray pretty cold um windy and it's pouring my rain so <laughs> brilliant brilliant start to this pre-season uh, for me um and this will be my 43rd season watching the Port to try and win football games. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure when my first league game is, but this is the start This is the start of the season for me. Yeah, season 43. Um, nice little nice little ground here. Um, you know, it's just it's very, very, very basic, as you can imagine. Um, but it's got some floodlights. Pitch looks all right. It'll be slick as anything cause it's been pouring with rain all day. This is going to be a problem for me because I've got no idea who we've signed. I've got no idea who the trialists are. So um, working out what's going on in this game could be tricky. I'm going to give you the team as I know it. So hang on a second. So we've got Joe Day in goals. Then we've got Trialist A. So the Trialist family doing well. Mr and Mrs Trialist Rappi. Trialist A is in today. Then Clark, Kyle Jameson, Shane McLaughlin, Scott Bennett, Uncle Bryn Morris, Will Evans, Harry Charlesley... Aaron Wildig and the other member of the Mr and Mrs uh, Trilis family Trilis B uh, is, is, on, is on the suspense I don't know what formation that is because that looks like we're playing like about eight midfielders as far as I can make out so uh, I've no idea so um, we'll have a look when, we, when they get out and uh, we'll see what it's all about Early stages we're playing a bit of an unusual formation we've got sort of Bennett and um, Morris sort of sort of sitting really um, in front of the uh, sort of back three. Then we've got Will Evans and I think one of the trialists uh, on the other side pushing up. And then we've got um, Wilding and Charles Lee sort of sitting, sort of advanced midfield behind the behind the trialist up front. Sheffield have taken the lead here um, against the runner play to be fair we've, we've been knocking it around it's a it's tricky conditions um, and they just managed to um, had a set piece got it into the near post and managed to squeak it in so not great defending to be honest it's a good move by us there Bring got ball in the middle of the park linked up well with um, Will Evans swung it in I thought it was going to be an own goal for a minute it has gone out for a corner not much happening really. Um, initial impressions of some of the new lads that I've seen. Kyle Jameson looks okay at the back. Big unit looks pretty quick. Looks fairly composed on the ball. Um, and I like do like the look of um, Bryn Morris actually um, in, in the park. He looks he looks neat. He looks tidy. Um, he's got a bit of vision about him. He's not afraid to get tackling. So I like the look of him. Difficult. Uh, McLaughlin hasn't done a huge amount. He's sort of playing right wing back. He's he's not done too much and the trialist up front who started off looking lively not much has come from him since then end of the first half and Sheffield are one up not really a huge amount to report from that, we were neat and tidy a couple of the, like I say I like the look of Morris, look of Jameson um, Morris, Charlesley and Wildig you could see combining really well and, and Will Evans is up and down this left hand side really well trialists not too much to show there and the the, the the big issue which could be an issue all season potentially is not creating enough chances so neat and tidy no chances really um, error for the goal um, but you know Sheffield have been have been competitive um, but yeah one down we need to uh, step it up a bit it's just fair to say conditions here are pretty grim um, so let's see what happens in the second half we're out for the second half One change for us James Waite The Wasp has come on He'll be buzzing around As he got any stinging him tonight And he's taken uh, He's gone off He's, come, uh, he's taken Wildeig's place He's gone off And he's He's, push, he's, he's pushing on um, So he's playing sort of Floating up front really Chance for the Wasp Cut in um, From the right hand side Drifted past a couple of players To the edge of the box Got a left foot shot in But it's side netting a couple more changes so both of the trialists have gone off by the look of it we've brought on Kiban Rye up front for one of the trialists Matty Bonswell the lad from Newcastle United has come on in place of the uh, McLaughlin I think not sure there no he's come on in in place of Will Evans sorry and then Harrison Bright has come on in place of the trialist at the back lots of changes now but there's no mic and PA on them so we don't know who I, I'm having a, I'm having a grapple here a bit but Bowen's come on and there's another trialist come on who Les is with me here long long time I haven't seen Les for years but long time we've been going to grounds and seeing stuff together Les has said he played under the other day so he's a sort of right wing back trialist so yeah lots of shuffling the, shuffling the decks
2: here
1: I've worked out Bowen has come on for Morris the trialist tri- who played at Undy has come on for McLaughlin so he's playing a sort of right wing back so currently oh some more there's three more subs coming on so hang on a minute <laughs> right so Charles Lee Jameson and Bennett have gone off and we've got at least two people who've come on who haven't got any numbers on their back I don't know who they are all three of the subs have come on there's no numbers on their back so I don't know who any of them are <laughs> what a commentator I would make <laughs> cracking save by the Sheffield keeper there we swung the ball over nicely from the from the right hand side and uh, Kiban Rai got in got his head to it, it was looking, looking as if it was going to go to the bottom corner keeper's turned it round the post it was a really good save that it's all a little bit disjointed second half for me um, but I guess that's this is the classic pre-season isn't it you throw loads of players on and hope that some of them stick but um, yeah a bit disjointed <laughs> so we're at the end of the 90 um, 1-0 defeat I oh, yeah. I don't know I don't know what to make of that really I mean it's a workout There's an awful lot of players took the, Put the shirt on We looked a little bit lightweight In terms of physique Neat and tidy in places um, I think we need a few We need a bit more physicality in there um, Didn't really create enough Kivan Rye looked good when he came on To be fair to him Had a really good header That was well saved Other than that I liked I liked Morris in the middle um, Until he went off he looked, he looked tidy So Morris and Jameson Looked good for the new ones Um that many changes it's really hard to get any thoughts any form of coherence from that but uh, right onwards and upwards at some point i'll see you in another northern town
0: away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with muck delivery Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonalds.com
1: Even on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks Italian leather jackets and so much more and the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day
2: returns.
0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.